Hey guys, just a heads up, there's some foul language that could be found in this episode. We mean no harm to anyone, so we thought we might give a little warning. Enjoy! Welcome to Roll with a podcast where nobody knows what they're doing, a bunch of teenagers are trying to play tips of RPG, and we are struggling. My name is Finn. I'm Atlas. I'm Robin. I'm Samaje. And this is our first episode. Hooray! That's a cool thing, right? We Basically, what we're going to be doing, we are taking this first episode, instead of diving right into the plot, we're actually going to be taking the time to try and explain more of the game mechanics. Like I said in the intro, we are using a system called Monster of the Week, and because not too many people are familiar with it, we want to be able to explain it for everybody's benefit as well as our own personal benefit because even me as the dm i did not know too much about it going into it i had only heard another people uh some other people had played it before and i had to do a lot of research on my part and i appreciate that not every listener is going to want to do hours of research into this thing so we thought that it would be pretty nice and cool to be able to go over everything just in this first episode episode zero basically Monster of the Week is a really cool game. It is kind of like D&D, you know, like any other tabletop RPG where, you know, you have multiple people, you have the Game Master who runs the show, they're the ones that come up with the plot and everything. Very traditional in that sense. But where it diverges from other games like D&D is that instead of it being super mechanics-heavy, where you have all kinds of dice that you need to roll and all kinds of stats that you need to keep track of, and pages and pages of character stuff. You don't need that. You can grab literally any two dice from your board game, because it uses D6 dice, six-sided die, the kind that you find in Monopoly. You know, you just need two of those and a PDF. That's it. We will be linking the PDF down below for anybody else that's interested, honestly, because it's just that open source free-to-play, and that's one of the reasons why I really like it and why I'm using it today. <laughs> Other than that, you just need the die, there are a handful of rules that you need to keep track of, but otherwise it is very roleplay heavy. It is, you know, not really stats driven. It's just kind of common sense, whatever stuff that you can come up with. The only real main things are ratings, the moves, and the playbooks, which we will be describing generally in that order. So Atlas, you're going to be explaining the ratings. Hello. Okay. So in Monster of the Week, there is... Five, yes, okay, yes, five <laughs> ratings. <laughs> There's five ratings. Charm, cool, sharp, tough, and weird. And these all relate to what we're going to discuss later, the moves. And they basically affect the move. So, whenever you're making a move, you got to roll. These are basically modifiers that you add to those rolls. So, there is minus one, zero, and then one through three. If you're zero, you're just neutral. Minus one, you're shit at it. You're not good. And uh, <laughs> one through three is basically you're you have some sort of proficiency at it. One being like you're pretty cool, and then three is like you're really like you're really like you're a swag. Like you got the moves like dagger. Like <laughs> <laughs> so the charm means basic that you know like you have charm. You're pretty charismatic. You are able to with the manipulating someone move. And you're able to do that pretty well. Cool. You're able to maintain your cool. You're able to keep like a level head as you're doing actions. Sharp means it's kind of like wisdom or intelligence almost. Um, you're able to pick things up. 
if you're investigating a situation or if you're investigating a mystery. Tough is essentially physical, like physically tough, not like emotionally, like you're <laughs> <laughs> like this goes in with the kick some ass and protect someone that moves. And then oh, and, yeah, weird. <laughs> We're not really using it because none of us have any magical abilities, but weird is like how attuned you are into like magic, all of that. Yeah. So those are the basic ratings. Everybody has set stats in all for all of their playbooks. And with those ratings come different moves, like how Atlas said. Cool comes with the moves act under pressure and help out. Tough comes with the moves kick some ass and protect someone. Charm comes with the move manipulate someone. Sharp comes with the moves investigate a mystery and read a bad situation. And then weird comes with the move use magic. So I'm going to hand it off to Robin, who is going to start out with explaining how Act Under Pressure works. So for Acting Under Pressure, it's kind of like if you're in a situation where it's not covered by any of your other moves. It's usually for difficult or dangerous things that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily be able to do with, like, magic or protecting someone. No, for helping out, it's like, oh, if you see someone struggling with something, and you can offer to help out, and if you do succeed, they actually get a bonus on what they were doing. And for other stuff, after that is investigative mystery, so that goes in with Sharp. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's the hunters explaining a mystery. The, the players are called hunters. Um, so if you have, like, a big success you get there are different holds for this so if you get a big success you hold two if you get a moderate success you hold one so the different holds are basically the questions that you could ask so what happened here what can it do where did it go what sort of creature is it what can hurt it and what is what was it gonna do so all of these things are in reference to the monster oh and another one is uh, what is being concealed here so all these usually have to do with the monster but if you manage to miss you are revealing info to the monster or to whatever NPC that you're speaking to. So you do not want to do that because then you are basically arming your enemy. And then for kick some ass, which is used for tough, if you roll, it's pretty much when you're ready to fight, you know, you hit, you want to, you want to win. <laughs> so no, you you're good. Plus seven, if you roll a plus seven, you essentially, you know, hit them really hard, but not enough to kill them. If you roll a six or less, you essentially just smack them with a napkin, and you just <laughs> annoy them ten times or more. And if you hit them with a ten, you get them with the KO. Perfect. <laughs> and for protect someone, it's it also applies tough. If you roll a seven, you're, you shield yourself, you shield the, your hunter. But you still you still get um, damage. If you roll a six, you done goofed up. Oh my! Uh, 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 uh. And if you roll a, a ten plus, you're good. Your partner good. Everybody good. So. I mean, all right. So I'm gonna explain. Manipulate someone. So that goes in with the charm. Um, the charm aspect. And manipulating someone is, is essentially just, I mean, it's kind of the title, but 
is trying to get someone, convince them to do your bidding, essentially. And um, so... With a trade-off, especially. Yeah. <laughs> so, six, and then you just would not be able to do it. Seven through nine, maybe you don't completely have them on your side, but, like, they're kind of, they're pretty, they're kind of agreeing with you. Ten, you got them convinced. Um, yeah. So, and then, read a bad situation is, um, basically, oh, that read a bad situation goes under, uh, sharp, and you are essentially, it's kind of like if you've ever, if you know anything about Dungeons and Dragons, like, doing a perception check, essentially, um, you're just gonna see, like seeing what it in the room might be like seeing what immediately was probably gonna get you like the bad stuff and then um yeah so the other thing is that a lot of these skills have things called holds where depending on how you well you roll i described it a little bit when i was talking about um, investigating a mystery so for example um the holds really kind of apply for, yeah for investigate a mystery and then um and then um, for read a bad situation, so the whole uh, on a full success you hold three holds, and then on a moderate success you hold one, and then on six you basically you get the wrong info. You get the the DM can essentially is allowed to lie to you, basically. <laughs> um, and so the holds are what is the best way in, what dangers were not already noticed, what is vulnerable to the hunter, what is the best way out of that situation. What is the biggest immediate threat? And then what are the best ways to protect any victims? Um, and once again, these are specific questions that you could ask. So the specific things that you can ask the DM, specific things that you can ask the NPCs. Um, if you are asking the DM, the DM usually will tell to you through the description of the events going around you or through an NPC. So, and the other cool thing about reading a bad situation is if you act on that information that is given to you, so basically, for example, if, if you ask the question, what is the best way in, and the D you're trying to get into someplace, and the DM tells you, oh, the best way to get in is through the window. If you end up going through the window, you get a plus one to any actions that you take in regards to that info. So you hop in through the window, and you suddenly hop into a nest of enemies, you will get a plus one to any fighting stuff that you have, for example. As long as it's relevant, you get a plus one, which is pretty cool stuff. Um, so the, and then last but not least uh, is use magic. Um, we are not going to be using this too much because none of our players have any real magic skills and none of them have any magical moves. But essentially, it is basically any... It's pretty self-explanatory. You're using magic. It is basically trying to do whatever so depending on how you roll you have certain effects that you can use i'm not going to get too deep into it though because we are not used specifically and we won't really see it too much so next up we are explaining um oh yeah and then after the moves you know we know all that stuff but the cool thing moves another really super cool thing that makes monster of the week pretty unique is that you don't just go up and say, I'm going to roll to use kick some ass. You're not just going to say that. You're going to explain exactly how you go up and how you're going to beat the shit out of that monster. You know, Or if you are saying that you're going to investigate a mystery, you're not just going to say, I'm going to roll to investigate a mystery. <laughs> you know? You're going to say how you're going to do that, who you're going to ask. And you don't say specifically any of these things 
you go up and you describe what you're going to do and then the gm will tell you what to roll so it's your it's more of an rp with the gm telling you to roll the dice when and where and then you know from there that's when you roll that's another really kind of pretty cool thing oh and also we almost forgot to explain how the dice work because we're rolling with two d6s is very different from rolling a d20 so on a six or less it's pretty much a miss on a seven to nine it's a moderate excess you have to kind of make a compromise with the gm so you get a little bit of what you want but the gm also kind of has to hold you back a little and then on a 10 plus so 10 11 12 whatever um that's a full success you do exactly what you were set out to do the gm's not going to try and hold you back whatsoever you're just doing exactly what you want um Though, just a heads up though, if there are any moves that do come into play, like for example, if any of our characters are able to use magic when they level up, we'll explain it then. And then we're going also to explain a little bit of the playbook. We are not going to say, we're not going to make a character with you because that's, you know, a little, takes a little while. But we're going to walk through all the parts that go into a, a playbook. <laughs> uh, I'll explain it slightly. <laughs> so, once you start making your playbook, well, mostly setting it up, not really making it, <laughs> but you would basically choose a playbook that you would like to associate with. You can't actually have doubles. You want to think of this as like, I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name, so I'm just going to put redacted here, <laughs> mixed with D&D, <laughs> but um... Basically, you would choose your playbook, you would then choose how your character looks, what your character's base attack is, the moves, and then as well as any armor or gear, and then- Which we'll be explaining later. And as well as one of the writing lines that they give you. And the other cool thing is that moves that you pick in your playbook are specific only to your playbook. Nobody, for the most part, in general, <laughs> nobody else can have that move that you have unless they are playing that playbook. Which, by the way, the playbooks are essentially archetypes. So uh, they're kind, of, yeah, they're kind of like classes of D and D. So what we're going to be doing at the end of this episode as well is once you're finished doing your playbook, which you do pretty independently for the most part then you explain how you're related to other people. So your history, essentially, with all of the other characters. Because another cool thing about Monster of the Week that I like is that all of the characters know each other. They all have a past with each other for the most part, unless you specifically say, I don't know any of these people. You have a set list of things of how you know people. You could also go off of those. It's totally kind of freeform like that. And we are going to be doing that when we introduce all of our characters at the end of the episode. So... After that, we have uh, some more mechanics that we have, such as luck and then harm and healing and how armor and weapon rings work. So Atlas is going to be explaining luck. All right. Okay. So luck is essentially, well, it's just luck. So on the handbook, we have 12 points here. And whenever we, okay, so if you make a bad roll or if you have a roll that you're not satisfied with, you can basically check off one of these slots. And the more you go along, the less, the less luck you'll have. And essentially, if you're getting all the way to the other end, which is Doom, um, things just go to like shit. You just, oh yeah, checking off one of these little slots has your roll go to like, the default of 12. 
no matter yeah. what role it was beforehand, just automatically 12, instant success, you totally are badass. Harm is essentially, like, when you're in a, getting, so we <laughs> here there is seven, yes, seven um, little thingies you can check off. You check off one once you get harmed. After reaching four, you start getting unstable, and as you progress, it gets even worse. And then you're just, you know, like, once you get to seven, I'm pretty sure you're, like, dead, I think. Yeah, once there yeah. are eight points in total, and then once you hit seven, you're basically dead. Um, and the other thing is, un- once you're unstable, you will progressively take on more harm. So if you get hit super-duper hard, you get, like, bloodied, you, your wounds, just like in real life, will eventually get worse unless you get them treated. That's a lot of damage. Yeah, you get, you get, you get pretty beat up. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's a, it's a very realistic game at times. Despite the fact that you are hunting a literal monster, it also is, if you get your arm torn off and you don't get that treated, then yeah, you're gonna die. If you you're don't just get gonna bleed out. <laughs> then uh, we also have... Um, yeah, oh yeah, is... and then how healing works as well. Oh, healing. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, so... Please bear with us. We're having technical difficulties. (laughs) (laughs) So, 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 so. Healing um, is essentially, like, there is... you, You use, like, a first aid kit on yourself, and then you can... I think you would be, like, able to, like, erase the mark you made. Or yeah. on the little slot things. If you use a first aid kit. Use a first aid kit, you go to the hospital. Generally any type of thing of, hey, I'm going to go get treated for my horrible wounds. And then also if it's light damage, like it's not too bad that you got hurt. So like maybe you broke a finger or like maybe you just got like real kind of like beat up a little. Um, you if if it's like one to three harm, it's moderate. Uh, as long as like you go you know, like you take, you rest a little bit. Maybe you go see somebody that has a little bit, get some amount of medical attention. You're decently okay. You'll heal up with time. But if you have four plus harm, where your mark is unstable and it's really serious, you gotta get immediate treatment, or else you're gonna get a little fucked. <laughs> have you ever broken a finger? That is not. That is not minor. That is. Not- <laughs> well, minor. <laughs> <is> like- <laughs> minor phase of the game. So like you, you don't necessarily have to go to the hospital. In- immediately for a broken finger you're not gonna die from a broken finger you know if you get that you know just get it checked out eventually then you'll be okay that's mm. the worst your finger's a little crooked you know mm. it's all right we all got our flaws sometimes people have broken <laughs> fingers <laughs> i mean some people have died from a broken finger all right who's gonna <laughs> die from a broken finger me I would. Where's your broken finger? Where is your fingers? Do you know? Where- are your fingers in your heart suddenly? The I don't have them. broken. Alright, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Broken fingers aside, as long as it's not too serious, then with time, then you'll heal up. Otherwise, you got you gotta go to a hospital for that, buddy. You're looking a little bad. Yeah, um, yeah I don't think then... it would be okay. <laughs> And then Robin's going to explain how armor and uh, weapon ratings work. Weapon tags. 
So as we get into the armor, and let me sh <laughs> let me start with that. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to the weapons, it all really just depends on how you want to play. If you're trying to be loud and boisterous, well then, there's gear for that. If you're trying to be silent, there's also gear for that. A good example is... I'm going to look through the playbooks very quickly. Here's one. So, there's... A hunting rifle, which would be loud, but it's only good for far distance. <laughs> Another good example, a grenade launcher. <laughs> it's very loud. It's very messy. You don't want to use that at close range, but it would cause a lot of damage. <laughs> it, it also just really depends on your situation. If you're trying to sneak up on someone... You don't want to sit and turn around and use a grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is loud. <laughs> there is um, a predefined list of um, tags, but honestly, considering that the way that we're already going about this, it, I would not be surprised if we come up with our own specific tags of, hey, that's a weird thing that you're going to do. I'm going to laugh that on whatever weapon you're using. Um, you just have to play to your advantage. Yeah, because basically this is... You want to treat this like it's kind of real life. So you're not going to pull up a shotgun to a knife fight. Pull up a Glock. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not going to do that. That's like the worst thing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> grenades in the... <laughs> yes, grenades in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Grenades already. We're going off to a great start. Grenade launchers in the first episode. Why Fantastic. not? Why not, though? <laughs> Let's just start it off with a bang. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, so there's like a whole list of all of the different tags and stuff. We're not going to list them off because this is not an audiobook. Once again, we're going to be leaving the PDF in the description. Um, and we're also going to be uh, dropping it on our Instagram as well once we get that together. Um, it should it should be up soon. We're gonna we're gonna, we're working on it. That's it's a process. Um, and uh, once Samaje can remember what the uh, what the Instagram is called, Samaje is gonna drop it. Roll, my dude. Thank you for telling me, Robert. Um, <laughs> our Instagram is at under, underscore roll r o l l. Underscore with W I T A I T. Well, it's underscore. It's, it's underscore <laughs> We're typing this in the Discord, um, and Discord doesn't like it when you use underscores. It, it here. Let me actually let me get it up on my phone so I can give you that. Thing. Hold on. Bear, uh, bear with me. It is underscore roll dot with dot it underscore. That's the that's the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um. And yeah, so, sorry, um, we also have, we have a Discord that we're typing in while we're recording this, and somebody, and somebody went, just went into the chat talking about grenade, grenade launchers, um, grenade gun go brr, um, but yeah, um, no, <laughs> totally off topic, but yeah, so that's basically weapon ratings, and so now we're at the final some time where people can talk about their actual specific characters. So this stuff is actually going to be relevant to future episodes. This is not basic rules. These are specific. So 
who wants to introduce your idiot hunter first? Because I know that y'all are going to be able to play initially. <laughs> Nobody's going to know what they're doing. So Of course. You know, can I go first? Uh, yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> Hold up. I had to crack my fingers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Snap, crackle, and pop, baby. You got it. <laughs> so the attribute, attribute, the hunter I picked is called the Drumroll, please. The <laughs> and so pretty much somebody that I know, most likely my wife. I, I still don't pick who I want to sacrifice. Um, so somebody that I know died, and now I'm upset. So I have a hatred towards werewolves and all furry creatures in general, especially furry. So whenever. <laughs> When Very I, hatred, I, I see how it is. Have, you know, a little tick tick. You know, I kind of want to kill him. But, <laughs> you know, my teammates help me back. The moves I pick, well, I already get, everybody that picks up class gets one big, one move, and then you pick two more. So the first one I get is, I know my prey. I'm just read it, because I don't know how to prepare for no, it. No, go ahead, read it. So, so might, as well, <laughs> might as well be give it accurately. <laughs> You get plus one ongoing when knowing, knowingly investigating, pursuing, or fighting the breed of monster that costs you. So if I'm fighting furry, you know, I get plus <laughs> one point on that. And the two I'm going to pick is Berserk, where no matter how much harm I get, I can always fight until it's over. And if I die, I just die. And I'm going to pick the DIY surgery because they got to be a healer in this group. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think they gonna heal. <laughs> so essentially, you can just pull into uh, Anthrocon and just go completely ape shit. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it gonna be like a furry con in Jersey too? I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> no actual fur. No, not in real life, Samaje, please. <laughs> oh God, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, I think both of you and I should be scared. <laughs> <laughs> Roll with it at FurCon 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls up just as the monster. Excuse you. Excuse you. You think I'm not already making a suit for my character? Oh, no. Atlas, though. Atlas? Uh, Atlas. <laughs> I don't know. I'm distraught. No, okay, no, okay. No, all right, all right, all right. Before before the FBI puts us on a watch list for us, so that, that we're public enemy number one for the furries. Um, <laughs> I'm not already on the FBI watch. <laughs> okay, okay. Stay on task. Who's gonna introduce their character next? Can I introduce my furry? <laughs> All right, introduce your furry and immediately we after we just talked about the guy who is fiercely anti-furry let's go <laughs> Bet. so my playbook that we're going with is the monstrous and i have decided to be the world's number one scaly because my character <laughs> is a large lizard man whose ratings are horribly against my favor I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. Like, no matter what, I'm going to have three weird, but I have two charm, zero cool, zero sharp, and zero tough. 
So you're just a weird motherfucker. Nobody I'm, knows what the hell you are. <laughs> no, no one knows. I'm like just originally lizard. The OG lizard. <laughs> Can I also just make a reminder both for you, Robin, and for the listeners at home? This takes place in a normal, relatively normal city, where usually there are no uh, two legs. How many legs does your character walk on? Two? Four? Two legged. Two. However many lizards? Two legged lizards <laughs> that run around town. So just keep in mind that if somebody sees your scaly butt, they're going to be like, what the hell is that? Fill it with fire. They're going to start chasing him, <laughs> calling him. <laughs> animal control there's a walking alligator it's a bunch of lizards in a trench coat they're trying to get into an r-rated movie <laughs> but yes yes for the monstrous category they actually have curses and the curse that this sucker has is a pure drive and he's just driven by hunger <laughs> Come on, you get, you should have expected me to go ham. <laughs> He's just driven by hunger. It's good. He's never gonna leave. He's he's he'll be fine. He's just a hamburger. Yes, give me hamburger. <laughs> take him, take him to Wendy's. Get like good four for four. Not sponsored by Wendy's, but you not know. sponsored. But you know, <laughs> Wendy's. If you want to, hey Wendy's, at us. Hit us up. Hit us up. You know, hey, listen, you know their Twitter's active. You know they interact with their fans. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. But yeah, <laughs> for natural attacks, we have, honestly, why wouldn't I use this? For my base attack, I chose Teeth and Claws, which give me five harm, although one is hand and one is intimate, because I'm getting up in your face, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> for the move sets, you can pick two monstrous moves. So I actually chose preternatural speed, so I'm going much faster than people. I move. I'm I'm scuttling around everywhere. <laughs> Speedy lizard. You're gonna give Geico a run for their money. Yep. That, <laughs> fuck fuck that. I'm giving Duncan also a run for their money. Also not sponsored by Geico. You're the reason they sponsored by Duncan. <laughs> and then otherwise I have Claws of the Beast, which gives me just an extra like attack. Scratchies? Scratchy, 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 scratchy. So, like, yourself, would you get yourself harm? Would I give myself Ooh. harm? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Meta. Just meta. I go to like scratch my face and I end up hurting but do myself. Mosquito, but do mosquitoes go after lizards though? That's the real question. Would they? I think I'm too no, cold looking for them. They'd probably gonna... freeze. I'm looking it up. As for my gear, Your mosquitoes go after lizards. Anyway, continue, continue. <laughs> As for my gear, I have brass knuckles, which just adds an extra harm because I like to be quiet and fast. So I'm just punch the shit out of people. Just, 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 just you're not even gonna see me coming. Just, just one, two. <laughs> tough right hook. They do go after reptiles, but they prefer mammals. They prefer the warmer bitches. I'm not warm enough. <laughs> We should we, okay. We, well, it's now determined that we have to take Rob, Robin's character for a Manny Patty. <laughs> monster is a mosquito. <laughs> They're the real monsters. Manny Patties for lizards aside. <laughs> Continue. Um, is there anything else that we need to do, or are we on to Atlas's character? I think we're on to Atlas because I said everything. Are we having a beach episode? <laughs> <laughs> a beach episode.
episode. Maybe yeah. there there is a beach in the town. But we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Anyway, Alex, go. Anyways, um, my character's name is Jacob Cross, and he is a um, he is a professional handbook. Literally, all the stat thingies that you can choose had me choose cool as like plus two. There was no option. I did not have any choice in this. I am plus two cool. I'm pretty good at being cool. Um, I'm pretty decent at. Yes, I'm pretty decent at literally everything except charm. I'm shit at charm. For moves, I have battlefield awareness, which is, just means that I know what's going on around me. And I have plus one armor. I have leave no one behind, which is in combat, uh, I can help someone escape by rolling sharp. So uh, as opposed to what is the other skill that we use when we are trying to escape? Book it. Book it. Book, book it is not removed the last time. It would probably be act under pressure. Yeah, it is act okay. under pressure. Maybe you be using uh, what Scott instead of instead of pool. Uh, it says leave no yes, one yes, behind. So ten plus, I get them out clean. Seven through nine, I can either get them out. I can either get them out or suffer with no harm. Anyway, <laughs> oh, when I fail, I get them out, and I have attracted. But I've attracted. Oh no! I failed to get them out, and I've attracted a hostile attention. Uh, <laughs> and then I have tactical genius, which just means when you read a bad situation, you may roll cool instead of sharp. Dope. All right. For gear, All right. since we mentioned this earlier, my primary weapon is a grenade launcher. Far, <laughs> far, messy and loud. <laughs> Oh boy, this is gonna be fun. One of my normal weapons being a shotgun, which is close and messy, and the other one is just a big ass knife. That's what they call me in the streets. Stop it! Oh, shut the fuck up, <laughs> <off, my God. laughs> Can we mute Samaje? Is that for <laughs> I told the least this whole episode. <laughs> I have one other thing to go over. So the professional is part of an agency. So this agency is has rigorous training and is recognized as authority by cryptic missions and interdepartment interdepartmental rivalry. Ooh. Fun. Get up a cop episode. <laughs> yeah, buddy cop. Buddy cop. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Alright, so are we good to go with that? Yes. Alright, so that means, since Samaje just said that he is the one who has spoken the least, how about you be the one who speaks first about history with others? Yes, okay. I am pulling a teacher move. I know. <laughs> so, so sad about uh, it. By the way, I did not say the weapon or my name. So my name of the character is Reddy. Like, from the movie? Like, R-E-D-D-I-C-K? Mm-hmm. Uh. And the weapons I'm gonna pick is the sawed-off shotgun, which is hands free harm, is close and messy and loud, and it reloads. So just me at night. The two practical weapons I'm gonna pick is also a big ass knife and a brass knuckle. So the history. It's it's it's. I didn't even get to say it. I meant to say Marcus. <laughs> His okay. name is Marcus. His name is Marcus. <laughs> okay. I love so it. so uh, Marcus. His thing with me and Marcus, well, Reddick and Marcus, Marcus tried to eat me. Like, just straight up trying to swallow me whole. And I don't appreciate that from you, Mike. 
Oh, because he was hungry. Like, just because he was hungry. And just so happened, a coincidence happened, and now we got to work together. So I hate him, but, you know, we got to work together. <laughs> and with Atlas characters, character, uh, um, Croft, we had a little, you know, get-together. We was friends at school, and I never seen him again. And then, you know, coincidence again, see him in here. So we're cool. Alrighty. So, since Fredix spoke about Atlas's character first, how about Atlas, you go around with your history with uh, Reddick and Marcus? Sure. So, Reddick, yes, well, that is true. He is actually on our agency's watch list because he's like a vigilante, so that's why we got back together. <laughs> and with Robin, well, he's like a monster, and we're like a monster hunting agency, so I'm assuming that it would be something along the lines of maybe he was intended to be hunted, but like it turns out that he's actually on our side, so. And then Marcus's relationship? Well, obviously, you know. Obviously. That, uh... Interesting encounter with with Redick, where Redick was hunting another monster, and Marcus just kind of came in and tried eating him instead. Like him. Watch chicken sandwich. What you do? Eat him. <laughs> How did you two meet? Oh yeah, I tried eating him. Nom 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 nom. Four. Four. Four? Question mark. Um, and then we're we're definitely gonna have to mark this as parental rating when we put it up on podcast (laughs) and then wait is it Ross or is it Jacob or is it just Jacob Ross Jacob Cross Jacob Cross y'all can't spell (laughs) I'm look I'm blind leave me (laughs) (laughs) okay so then the relationship between Marcus and Jacob Cross I can't spell again. I <laughs> um, the relationship between Marcus and Jacob is that they were trying to hunt him, but he just kind of looked at them like they were dumb. <laughs> All right, so clearly we have some animosity between our hunters already. That's going to be fun. Yeah, pretty much. We, um, yeah, basically you have all of these. Uh... Okay, so we have everybody's relationship to each other. Right, so to go over it, Reddick and Marcus. Marcus tried to eat Reddick essentially. Um, Reddick and um, Jacob. Jacob is part of an agency that has Reddick on a uh, on a bad list because Reddick is essentially a vigilante, and Jacob is trying to hunt Marcus and is pleasantly surprised when they find out that Marcus is actually a good guy, sort of. So yeah, no, that's the overview and. Yeah, we are going on an hour. I did not think that we would go on this long. Uh, I'd have to say 10% of this is us just sticking around. But um, I mean, what's yeah. what's the point if it, if we're not dicking around? <laughs> exactly. I think that sets a good overall tone of what our actual gameplay is going to be looking like. <laughs> so our, yeah. we are going to be, once again, uh, we are going to be releasing on... Friday or yeah, Fridays? Is it Fridays? That's Was what it? we but, yeah. Fridays. Fridays. Friday. Yeah, Fridays. Friday. It is decided we are going to be releasing on Fridays. This it, as of now, this will be dropping on what, the twenty sixth? Then July third will be our second episode if everything goes well. Friday. All right. So yeah, Friday. no. Hopefully y'all like this. Sorry for our idiocy. Once again, if you want updates. Our Instagram is underscore roll dot with dot it underscore. And you will see all kinds of cool updates there. Pretty much all of us on our cast are artists. So we're going to be drawing stuff. 
we're gonna be having little alerts saying, hey, yo, this is when the this is when the new episode's gonna drop. As of now, we are hoping to drop on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Spotify doesn't isn't really too good with descriptions, but definitely with Apple Podcasts and on our Instagram. Again, we will have the PDF of Monster of the Week if you are interested. They have the basic list of playbooks, <laughs> and there are also more online if you are interested in finding ones that are not the basic list. So we're gonna have the yeah, the link in the bio of Instagram. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Everybody say bye. Thank you guys. Peace, bye. peace. Bye.